everybody, it's the Daily Jamingo, and you're saying, John, what the hell are you doing? And I will tell you, I don't know. Uh, I do this as something that I like to do as a performance. I was doing it at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, Easter time, and it, it became a pain in the rear end because it was like it chopped my day in half. So I figured, move it to 5 o'clock. Maybe some people come in, right? And we'll talk a little bit. Kind of like a drive home kind of thing. And listen, right now we're on Rumble and Twitch and Kick Live. But if you can't watch it, you can always download it as a podcast. That's free. Just check out The Daily Jamingo. So the other thing I wanted to do was I wanted to do a show every night that we're not doing the Boomer Bunker. And so now I have the plans. The plan is the Boomer Bunker will be live Monday nights at 8 o'clock, Thursday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern time. All right. Those days, I will not have a daily Jamingo, but Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, I will have a daily Jamingo. So to be honest with you, it really should be called the almost daily Jamingo. But you know what? I'm not changing the name now. So heck with it. You guys just got to live with the daily Jamingo. Uh had a pretty uh, fun time last night with the Boomer Bunker until the platform that we used to live stream shit the bed after an hour. We still had about another half hour to go, and all I heard was, uh-oh, and then that was it. <laughs> that was it, and, and boom, we were out. So, ah, well, thank you, Bob. This is Adam. Adam's here. Hey, Adam, nice to see you. Glad to see your arms all healing up. I don't know how you did that. I guess it was some kind of chemical burn. Man, that's painful, and it takes a long time to heal. But it looks like things are going to be healing up. You might have to get a tattoo over that scar. Ah, you know what? It's a, it's a uh, what, what's that called? It's like a badge of honor. You know, it's, it's life. You know, it's, it's when you temper steel. Uh, that is Adam from uh, the Odd Dad Out podcast. I'm not sure if he's even podcasting anymore. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, no. Industrial degreaser ran down my arm. So in my other life, when I was from 17 until I was about 22 or 3, I worked as an industrial painter. My father had an industrial painting business. So we used to work with uh, some of that stuff. That it, Well, see, it wasn't like a degreaser like you would use for cleaning. This shit, you put it in a tank. And you heated it up. And then the the steam, you took the, the parts and you put it in there, and the steam degreased everything. And uh, from what I understand, it was very, very bad to breathe in. And I, I you know what? I, it's probably going to kill me. I'll die of cancer. I, I've died of cancer probably 30 years ago, and my body just doesn't know it yet. I'm a little slow on the uptake. So, yeah, that industrial degreaser stuff's really, really tough. Oh, God. Now I got the uh, I got the the cringies. Uh, I'm going to start off tonight because I've been paying attention to the news, and I watch these people in this country. They're out there, and it's not the 
Palestinians or the Muslims that, that I know. Listen, I understand they're out there for their cause. I get it. The ones I have a problem with are the white liberals that are out there just like, what are we doing today? Palestine? Okay, what's the chant? From the river to the sea, Palestine should be free. Okay, we'll do that. All right, ready? One, two. So they all got the chance. And they're all out, and they have they don't have a fucking clue of what's going on, what the history is, how many they have they're just they're there. They're there because we're against the patriarchy and there's oppressors in the oppressed. And, okay. All right. Well, okay. So if you're gonna go with that story, the oppressors, you could say was Israel or or you could say the oppressors of the Palestinian people could be Hamas. <gasps> Hamas. What are you kidding me? Did I just blow your mind? Yeah, I did. Because to be honest with you, the real oppressors of the Palestinian people are Hamas. But this is how good Hamas is. Hamas is so good at this that they actually are oppressing the people but they make it sound like it's almost like, like the United States government. We'll get into that a little bit later. So they're out there chanting with their signs in there. And I'm like, these people are too stupid to vote. Really? Too dumb. So I think what we should do is if you're going to vote, you have to pass a test. Okay? Follow me here. Well, John, you know, it's my right. Oh, you're the one that sits there and says the Bill of Rights. I have a right to vote. You do. You do. You have a right to vote. But God, you know, really, you should be you should have like a should be prepared to vote. Right. See, back when the founding fathers did this, like they they knew who they knew the people. All right. So here's question. This would be question one. Are you you know, you got to take the test to vote. So here's question one. There's a bunch of pictures on one side and a bunch of names on the other. And then what you have to do is you have to match the name to the candidate. If you can't do that, eh, you fail immediately. Where's my buzzer? Sorry, you can't vote. That's an easy question. All right. All you have to do is look up the people and know who the hell you're voting for. Because right now we're on teams. I'm team blue. I'm team red. I'm team blue. I'm team red. Meanwhile, team blue and team red, the people that were voting in, they're just running off with our money. I was thinking about this today. Okay, so where in the world do you know of a place that, let me just explain this to you and then see if I'm crazy. All right, so you go to work and when you get done, at the end of the week, you get your paycheck, but you don't get all of it. You get like 30% of it. I'm sorry, 30%. You get 70% of it. The government takes up 30% for things that, you know, the government has to do for you, like provide a defense, keep the roads going, you know, stuff that to keep the country running. You know what? Okay, fine. Let's do that. All right. But no, that's not what they're doing. They take the money. They're like Robin Hood. They take money from you and they just don't. Here, Ukraine, here's a couple billion. 
there's a billion here. Israel, you get 14 billion. Africa, you get some money. India will give you some money. Mexico gets some money. Every, just, they just throw money out. And I'm thinking to myself, I could use that. Could you? Couldn't you use another 15% of the money that you work for every week? Wouldn't that help out? No, they collect the money from you. Are the roads any better? Mm -mm. Are, you know, is defense any better? We don't know. All we know is they make these, these rockets or bombs or smart missiles or whatever that cost like $2 million every, one they, every time they pop one off. Do they, do they work? Well, they sure have been tested over in the Middle East. They've been bombing brown people over there for a couple decades now. That's okay. But the fact that they just take our money and in front of us, start just giving it to you. Israel, you get this. You know, the Ukraine, you get this. And we're like, well, what the hell? That's our money. But see, we're not focused on that. We're focused on our team. The blue team's doing it, so they can do whatever they want. And then when the red team gets in, the red team's doing it. They can do whatever they want. Meanwhile, they're both the same. The reason I say that was they just kicked out Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House, and they bring this new guy in. Nice enough guy. I don't even remember his name. I think it's Johnson, maybe, Tommy, mm-hmm. whatever he is. Nice guy. Uh, Christian man, believes in the Bible. He's doing the same thing that McCarthy was doing. They are going to send this omnibus bill in so that they can just blow out more spending because they didn't get enough time and the government's going to shut down. So he's doing the same exact thing. So what's is uh, what's the guy's name? Matt Gates. Is he going to go in there again and throw this guy out? Hell no. They'll throw him out. Uh, Adam says, foreign aid over a certain amount should be required a public vote. Ooh, good idea. Good idea. I say that to say this. Where's my bell? <laughs> if you don't play the, the game, if you don't play the political game, the people in power have something over you. You've done something. They know what you've done, and they'll allow you to get away with it till you step out of line. And when you step out of line, they come down like a hammer. The reason I say that is, let's do this. Go to my first story, if I could. FBI whistleblower calls House GOP soulless demons after voting to give the agency a new $300 million headquarter. Now, didn't we just hear about how the um, the department or the FBI, they wanted to go in there? Whoops, wrong one. I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me try to make this a little bit bigger. I'm working on the fly here, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Um, they're going to defund the FBI. They're going to get rid of the FBI. They're going to break up the FBI. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to build a brand new FBI headquarters. 300 billion billion dollars no i'm sorry 300 million dollars 300 million dollars is going to be bigger than the pentagon for the for the fbi <laughs> all right so i was like that's a lot of money and are we aren't really fighting with it cuz like there's a lot of shit going on there's 
whistleblowers that are telling you about this. All right, so this is a gentleman. He says, last year I brought protective whistleblower disclosures about the FBI weaponization to the House GOP. They used it to go on TV and get elected. I lost my career. I am now under FBI invented investigation. And then today the House GOPs voted to give the FBI $300 million headquarters. These soulless demons go to hell. Uh, when 70 House Republicans voted to approve the $300 million towards the construction of new FBI headquarters in Maryland, it was a direct contradiction of the commitment made to him by represent, Re Representative Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio. So there's the, the whistleblower. He comes in. He tells, you know, he, he actually does his job. He swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. He sees shenanigans going on. He does his job. Uh, whistleblowers and former FBI special agent Jar uh, Garrett O'Boyle and Steve Friend testified before Congress in May, May 18th. People who swore to lay down their lives for America have questionable loyalty to the country. They are purging and rebuilding an FBI with people willing to roll over their own countrymen. Mm. Okay. So keep that in the back of your mind. Republicans that wanted to defund and get rid of the FBI and just take the good agents, get rid of the bad agents, take the good agents and sprinkle them around some other places. They just voted for a $300 million new headquarters. Why would they do that? Why would they? Let me think about that. Huh, maybe this is the problem. DOJ announces arrests in high-end brothel network used by elected officials, military officers, officers and others. Uh-oh! Do you think some of these uh, Republican congressmen got their hands caught in the cookie jar? Could that be it? I don't know, but it's awful interesting that just as this story breaks, some Republicans vote to fund a $300 million brand-new FBI headquarters in Maryland. Isn't that weird? Um Three individuals have been arrested on charges of operating a high-end brothel network in Massachusetts and Virginia with clientele that include elected officials, military officers, government contractors with security clearances, and Justice Department. Uh, the Justice Department announced Wednesday. Pick profession, Joshua Levy, acting U.S. attorney for Massachusetts, said of the sprawling client list during the press conference in Boston, Boston they're probably represented in this case. Okay, well, if it's such a big list, let's see the list. Oh, we can't let you see the list. If we let you see the list, we don't have them by the balls. We need to get these Congress people by the balls. We need to be able to say, uh, 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 if you don't give us what we want, if you don't do what we say, we will crush you. We will, we will destroy you. We will get rid of you. We will push you in jail. So you better get in line, people. You know something? I'm sick of this bullshit. They did the same thing with um, they did the same thing with Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. He committed suicide. His girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, she's in jail, and there's a client list there, and it's under lock and key. It's in there right next to the JFK <laughs> investigation. All right, you won't never see you won't ever see that. And and we're just sitting here and we're arguing. You suck because you like Trump. You suck because you like Biden. 
they're we're fighting with each, with each other. Meanwhile, they're ransacking the house, taking all the valuables out of it. Remember, 30% of your salary goes to them, and they do whatever they want with it. You don't have a say. You think you have a say, but you don't. I say that to say this. Let me get back to this. Remember when Eric Adams was sitting there complaining about how New York City's destroyed and we won't be and you know it'll never come back again and we got to do something with these migrant these uh asylum seekers because of destroying the city and he's complaining about this and all, all of a sudden investigations swirl around Eric Adams and here's all of them. Um let me get down here. This isn't really going to work. I'm going to have to do something different. All right. So what is the straw donor screen and why is it illegal? City and federal rules dictate strict limits on how much individuals can contribute to a campaign and who is allowed to give. The goal is, uh, to, is to curtail the influence of foreign entities, money donors, and reduce pressure on elected officials to repay the benefactors with favors once in office. You know, if you're like Pfizer or you're an American company, you could give them all the money you want through PACs and shit like that. That's okay. And they could give you favors because if they don't give you favors, then you turn off the money and they can't be reelected again. It's such a scam. So now he's piping up about all this nonsense that these asylum seekers are in this country and they're ruining New York City. We can't have that. So guess what? We're taking his, uh, he took his two phones and his iPad and also uh, someone in his administration, they got their phones too. Better shut up, Eric. Better keep your mouth shut or you'll end up in jail for campaign financing, whatever, because they got him by the balls. And to be honest with you, if you don't think that's what's going on with that Epstein Island thing, you got another thing coming. I know, conspiracy theory, John. There's no proof circumstantial evidence. So what they got flight logs with Clinton being on the plane tens of times and Bill Gates was out there. And I don't know who else was out there to be honest with you, because they won't release the list. There was child, there was children out there. They were having sex with people. They're being trafficked, trafficked, trafficked. They're being trafficked. So that's horrible. And I agree. So we got the people that were doing it, but what about the people that were using the service? What about those people? Well, we can't let you know who they are because we got them by the balls. We have them by the balls. And then that we can do what we can do with them whatever we want. We can make them do and say whatever we want them to because if not, we will take their freedom away and we will put them in jail. We will investigate them uh, until we find something and I say that because Elon Musk buys Twitter. Oh, you're allowed to buy it. Wait a minute. We just found out that the government is going in there and telling people who telling Twitter who to censor, what accounts to ban, everything that you're not allowed to do by the government against the First Amendment. We're not doing it. Twitter's doing it. Oh, no, no, no. Look, here's emails going back and forth. Matter of fact, I think they even had an, I think the FBI even had an office in there in Twitter's uh, headquarters. So Elon Musk releases it all. There's a bunch of uh, journalists go in, they pour through it, and they go out and they report on this. And the next thing you know, Elon Musk is now going in front of the SEC. 
Why? Well, he did something. We don't know what yet, but we'll find something. Why? Well, because he told on us. You can't tell on us because if you tell on us, we'll put you in jail. We'll ruin you. We'll take your company away. We'll make sure that you have to spend every dime defending yourself. Maybe that won't even work. All right. So now I'm going to go to the biggest tinfoil hat theory that I kind of have, but it does make sense. If you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together, it starts to make sense. Hillary Clinton in 2016 wants to be the president of the United States. She wants to be the female president of the United States so bad. And I mean so bad. But she knows that a lot of people hate her and the Republicans are probably going to win. So what does she do? Well, she's friends with Donald Trump. So why don't we get Trump to run? Let him buzz all through the Republican Party, and then he could say all kinds of crazy stuff, and then I'll end up being the president. Now, that's a crazy plan, right? It's so crazy that the polls said he was so far ahead that she, there were some states that she didn't even go. She's like, I got this in the bag. I'm not spending money in Michigan and Wisconsin. Pfft, who cares? We got this in the bag. The American people are like, you know what? I don't like her. And you, he's a businessman. And you know something? He's in here saying stuff. And I want to make He's just might be the man for the job. And I want to give the country the big middle finger. So they voted for Trump. And he beat her. Not by much. Just enough. He beat her. I say this before and I'll say it again. If you go back and watch when Trump comes out to give his acceptance speech, he is shocked. There was no way that he thought he was going to win. But he started smelling his own farts and he started doing things and he started fixing shit and he started making th the stock market go up and things were getting better and people were going to work. They said, we have enough of this because we got a plan. Something's supposed to happen in 2030. I'm not even really sure what it's supposed to be. It has something to do with the World Economic Forum and uh, depopulation. And, you know, we're not allowed to drive cars anymore, eat meat or dairy. Take all that shit away from you. I know. I know. I'm crazy. Although 16 cities have already pledged by 2030 to stop uh, not allow cars or meat or dairy. Is it true? I guess we'll find out in six years. So now Trump runs and he's he's full of himself. He's like, I'm the president of the United States. I'm the 40, 45th president of the United States. I'm flying around on Air Force One. I'm meeting with yeah, I'm meeting with uh, Xi Jinping and I meet with Putin and that little guy from North Korea. What's his name? Yeah, so I'm meeting with all these people and I'm yeah, I'm gonna fool myself. I'm gonna run again because I'm gonna make America great. Fucked him out of the election. <laughs> and he's like, wow. So now he's all pissed off that they fucked him out of the election. And he's trying to run again. And what do they do? They've got him under enough indictments right now that if he's convicted, he'll go to jail for like 400 years. You should have just walked away, Donald. You had all this money and all this shit. You would have had all this power and people would have loved you. But no. You went, you were in there, you're smelling your own shit, and you thought you could beat the government at their own game, but you can't because they're too powerful. And that's where we are right now. So, right now, we've got a guy who can't even find his way off a stage and can't even complete a coherent paragraph. He's running the country. 
And all our enemies are looking at him, him and looking at each other and like, is this, I think this might be the time to make our move. And that's why shit's popping off. So he's going to run again. But he can't run again because by the time the election comes around, he might not even be able to speak. But what are they going to do? What did happen? So what Biden, what he does is he picks a black woman because we need diversity. He could have picked the worst person of color to be his vice president. I mean, he could have swung a dead cat in a in a downtown uh, discotheque and hit a black woman. that was probably better for the job than Kamala Harris. So they don't know what to do. They got a tiger by the tail. Uh, all the shit's popping off. Donald Trump's still running. He's got all these indictments. He's still leading in the polls and he's beating Biden. And we got all these other people that are trying to, to run to be uh, to represent the Republican Party. And they can't get they can't even smell the lead. They're dropping off the Tim Scott's out of there. Um, did, did Christy leave too? did Christy give up his his uh, I think he did, too. So now we end up with. Um, we've got Ron DeSantis. We have Nikki Haley and we have my guy. Vic Ramaswamy. Now everybody hates Vic Ramaswamy, except the people. Rick, Vic Ramaswamy, is the brown Trump of twenty of twenty twenty four, and I say that because the other day he was he did that debate and people loved him, but the press and everybody else is like, no, no, Nikki Haley won. No, no, I think I think DeSantis won. Now Ramaswamy, he was third. He he attacked too many people. And he was the darling when he first came out. He started on podcasts. And after podcasts, he started getting into the news. And now all of a sudden people are starting to know who he is and they're starting to Google him. And he's saying a lot of good stuff. Now, I know a lot of people don't like him. They say he's, um, what was it? Uh, he's like a puppet or he's he's a uh, Barack Obama 2024. You know, he's a puppet. And, and maybe he is, but I'll tell you what, he's a damn good one because he goes into these places and he talks well and he's, he's educated and he's self-made millionaire. He's, he's millions of dollars, this guy's got. He's self-funding his own campaign. So Nikki Haley is out the other day and she is on uh, Fox News and she's talking about the explosion of anti-Semitism. And she gets out, in my opinion, she gets out over her skis. Let's see if I get this here. Here she comes. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that. Ah, for the greater good. For the greater good. What are you kidding me? So now you think that all these kids that have grown up on the Internet and seen what happened when somebody finds out who you are on the Internet and you get canceled and you, you can't get a job and, and all this other crap that goes on. You think these kids are going to give you your real name and get verified? <laughs> You're out of your mind. You're out of your cotton picking mind. There's no way they're going to do this. 
And then, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, all you uh, social media, you got to show us your algorithm. And she's not talking about Facebook. And she's not talking about Instagram. And she's not talking about Twitter. You know what she's talking about? TikTok. Because TikTok is eating all these other social media companies, Google, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, for all the advertising dollars, TikTok is eating their lunch, and they can't stand it. So they're going to ban it because it's for the greater good. And she's all aboard this. She is, I'm telling you, this neocon, she's going to get us all killed. If you if you elect this wolf in sheep's clothing and five-inch heels, you're going to get us all killed. All of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. Ah, the bots. The bots. How about we just let the bots go, and we let the people realize that there's no bots? You know how you can figure out they're a bot? Is they follow, like, 5,000 people, and they're followed by three. And they've had an account for hmm, maybe a month and a half. And they don't have any content at all. All they do is retweet other people's content. That's a bot. What? They're not hard to figure out. But what they're doing is what they want to do is they got to get a hold of this. They got to get control of this internet. This this internet is a thorn in their side because they got morons like me coming on here once a day and talking about this. And I'm just a little guy. All right. I got maybe 15 or 20 friends watching me. All right. But you have people like Glenn Beck and Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro and Candace Owen and Matt Walsh and all these other people out there doing shows, Dan Bongino, and they're in there and they're they are showing, they're pulling the curtain back and showing what's going on. And what's happening for some of us, we're waking up. To, to see, like, what the hell's going on here? And they don't need us to start looking at them. They need us to keep looking at each other. We need you to fight with each other because we're over here robbing the store. Can't have you looking at us robbing the store. So what do we do? Do you believe she is also Indian or Hindu or something? She's not what you would be considered white, all right? But she passes, and then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. Bullshit. Not going to help anybody. It's going to help you identify who these people are, which you can anyhow, because you know how to get into the back end and find out the real information. But it's going to help you take and find any dissenters. And then and then do find something on them and crush them. That's what we're doing here. You know what we have? We've got Nikki Spears here. She's over there. She's cutting down the competition. So this happened today. This cracked me up. This is Senator Mullen, and he is talking to a union boss. Now, Senator Mullen used to be a, uh, used to be a plumber. Maybe he's still a plumber. I don't know. I guess once a plumber, always a plumber. And he had a business, and apparently him and the union didn't get along. And right now, they're not they're not having a very civil conversation, even though they know each other's names, like Nikki said. So they're going to get into a good old Donnybrook. 
I'll tell you, I saw this. I was like, come on, guys. You look like fucking morons here. Here we go. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every He starts taking his rings off. No, no, sit down. So this is Bernie Sanders. All right, everybody, calm down. Sit down, sit down. We're not going to have any fight. This is this is uncouth, even for communists. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Actively. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Sanders. it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. <laughs> so you know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of this. It's <laughs> two dogs. <laughs> There's a piece of glass between them, and they're fighting. <laughs> they're going to tear each other apart. <laughs> All of a sudden, the Corky's little comes in, gets a, gets a drink of water. Very thirsty when you're screaming and barking at another dog. Goes back outside. They start fighting. Hold me back. Hold me back. What a joke. These fucking guys. Congress. How embarrassing. Jesus. Uh, I, I, what are we, I mean, what are we going to do here? All right. So I say that to say this. Goddamn deuce. He gets me with that all the time. So let me read you this. Read you this. This is from the Wall Street Apes. It's a, a Twitter, their Twitter account. Highest importance. Tomorrow, the government will vote for the Biden administration to take total control of the Internet. President Biden's plan to give the administration state effective control of all Internet services and infrastructure in the U.S. The FCC commissioner, Joe Biden administration, has put together and is planning on implementing the most comprehensive Internet censorship slash control plan in history. The government will assume effective control over all Internet services. Then it says at Elon Musk, you need to. You definitely need to see this. The Biden administration has just put forward a plan for digital equity. Whenever you hear that word equity, you know somebody's getting screwed. And it is a plan for all Internet services and all infrastructure. According to the FCC Commissioner Carr, President Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all Internet services, infrastructure in the country. Never before in the roughly 40-year history of the public Internet has the FCC or any federal agency, for that matter, claimed this degree of control over it. This plan calls for the FCC to apply a far-reaching set of government controls that the agency has not applied to any technology in the modern era. Any technology. Cell phones, TV, cable, none of that. You got that? This has never been done before. No communication devices have ever had this kind of control suggested by the government, let alone applied. 
He went on to say that Congress never com- contemplated the sweeping regulatory regime that President Biden asked the FCC to adopt, let alone authorize the agency to implement it. Here's what's happening with, I'm sorry, as with everything else the Biden administration is doing, his broadband policies are failing and the building of internet infrastructure in this country, uh, the price of it has gone through the roof. The FCC wants new 5G broadband service but it's all needlessly been blocked and delayed by new broadband infrastructure regulatory red tape. So in other words, the FCC wants five, uh, 5G broadband, but the, go- the government, all the red tape, tape is keeping this from happening. So what do they do? The government is now blocking the private sector from doing it and is using that to say, see, we need to take control of it. I mean, this is... This is like 4D chess. So what happens is they, we need 5G. And they go, okay. So now these companies are trying to do it. And they're like, well, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. This regulation says you can't do that, right? This regulation says you can't do that. So the companies are trying to give him 5G, but they can't. So then the government says, see, they can't do this. We'll do it. <laughs> the rules, the, the rules that are suggested are going to be voted on quick hurry next week. The federal government has a roving mandate to micromanage nearly every aspect of how the internet functions. And this makes so much sense because this would solve so many, this would solve so many problems because they could shut down all the dissenters. They could shut down people like Glenn Beck and Ben Shapiro and Stephen Crowder. They could trump up some charge that they, hate speech or this bullshit or that's nonsense. They don't care. All they want is control. They want us fighting with us, with each other. Have you heard one story, besides me and Glenn Beck, have you heard one person talk about this? One news agency just say, hey, you know what? The FCC is about ready to take over the internet. Anybody think that that's kind of a big deal? I know I do. Again, I don't know what they what they have planned, but I you know it could almost go with your social credit score. You don't you don't do what you're supposed to do, and you don't have a high social credit score. No more, no more internet. No more. Uh, you can't. If you, right now, the internet is almost like the phone lines were back in the '80s. Everybody needed a phone line. All right, there weren't any cell phones. Everybody needed a phone line, so they deregulated it. So that one company just didn't didn't have a monopoly over it. And, but they're not doing that now with this. What this is, they're doing the other. They're clamping down. So guess what? You're not not being a good boy. We're going to take away your internet. Oh, wait a minute. I need my internet to do this and do that. Sorry. You better learn how to, you better learn how to behave. Better learn how to behave. (sighs) All right. Uh, Jody says, I think all senators should fight for their seats. Like, yeah, fuck voting. <laughs> just, have a bunch, just like a MMA fight for, for the Senate seat. Um, all right. Oh, that's right, Bob. You know what? Adam Curry said something about this on No Agenda, the No Agenda podcast. He says it's no, uh, he says it's no big deal. It's not going to happen. I don't know about all that. Duchess, no more porn for you. <gasps> what? No more free porn? 
They'll vote everybody out just on that alone. I don't know. This is what I like. Again, I go back to the dumb liberals. You don't need to be a Muslim to stand up for Palestine. You just need to be human. You people don't even know who you're standing up for. You have no idea. I'm a big fan of Megyn Kelly. I don't know if you guys know that. Forget the fact that she's hot as hell. But um, I like her stance on this whole thing. You don't like America? Get out. Get out. We don't want you here either. You don't want to be here? We don't want you. It's perfect. Go home. Honestly, like these half these people are chanting in Arabic about this country that they've clearly chosen, but it's not good enough for them. Get out. We don't need you here. Well, uh, over in Spain, they had a, um, I guess they had a demonstration. And over in Spain, they're not having any of this. They have the policia out there, and they've got your Muslim be good sticks, and they're putting them to use, ladies and gentlemen. Let me back that audio down a little bit. Sorry about that. Here we go. They're knocking them around. Let's clean them up, ladies and gentlemen. I think we need a little bit more of this. Especially, well, I don't, okay. I I am an absolute free, uh, absolute free speech person. In other words, I believe in absolute free speech. They do have the right to protest. You have the right to be wrong. I believe that with my whole, whole heart. Uh, but what they do not have is the right to I guess I'm going to say pick on. You don't have the right to. Uh, you don't have the right to take somebody walking down the street and attack them just for being Jewish. All right. The same way we don't have the right to attack somebody just for being Muslim or Asian or white or black. How hard is this, people? This was the part of the, the country when you came here. You assimilated into this country. You're not doing that now. Now you bring all your shit over here. You want to make a, you know, like Michigan. And Wisconsin, that's mostly Muslim up there. And where did they come from? They came from Somali. They came from the Middle East. We brought them all over here. They're coming up through the southern border. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. They're just going to come in and take over. The guy, there was one in, uh, gentleman, Muslim gentleman in Germany. He says, hey, listen, we're just going to come in here, keep reproducing until we have more of the population. And once we have more of the population, we're just going to take over the government. I was like, oh, damn, they can do that. They can do that. They can use your laws against you. My friend Deuce, who's part of my co-host on the Brand X podcast, he said this country was built on Judeo-Christian values, and it was. And, you know, it was, it was basically Western civilization. And Western civilization has brought more people out of poverty than any other civilization, that, you know, than any other civilization. And what we do here works. The problem is they're using, they, Muslims, are using our rules against us. 
Now you're going to say, well, John, that's Islamophobic. No, it's not. It's just the truth. They'll tell you, you know, they, their religion comes first before any other law. So they'll tell you anything they, that they have to tell you to get here because this is part of the plan. Not all Muslims. I know a lot of Muslims that have, um, they have converted to Christianity and there's a lot of Muslims that don't believe in this radical Islam. And it's, a, they're a very peaceful pe people, but there's a lot of them that don't. And they're, and if you don't believe that, go to New York city on the weekend and watch them all parade around with their Palestine flags and they're tearing American flags down. I'm telling you right now, if they're here on student visas and they're out doing these, these kind of shenanigans, put them on a plane and send them right back where they came from. This need, this stuff needs to stop. And the same thing with all the shoplifting, all the shoplifting that has, that's been going on uh, where they just come in and they just clean out a place like, like a bunch of ants. They all come in, stampede in, take everything off the shelves and stampede out. And, and everybody just had to sit there and watch it. I, I don't know when all this shit started, but it's got to stop. Has to stop. All right. I think that's it. I think I've done it all. I think I've said it all today. I want to I, listen. I appreciate you guys hanging out here. Thank you so much for watching. If you could do me a favor, if you do watch it you know, live, I appreciate that. But please go to your podcast player of choice and subscribe to the Daily Jamingo. Download it. Listen to it for a minute and then shut it off if you want to. It'll give me a download. It'll help this podcast. It'll help me get this podcast growing. It's tough. I'm basically an unknown, and I'm trying to build this up, and we'll see what happens. Uh, no Boomer Bunker tomorrow night. Uh, and then next week, we'll do Monday, but not Thursday because of Thanksgiving. And the week after that, pretty sure we're Mondays and Thursdays with the Boomer Bunker. The Brand X comes out whenever we record, and I can get it out. And then the Daily Jamingo is on every weekday that the Boomer Bunker's not on. How hard is that? You can follow me on Twitter over at, at John, John Jamingo, all one word. That's in the show notes. Why am I even telling you? It's in the show notes. Just check out the show notes. I will be back here tomorrow night at 5 o'clock. Appreciate you hanging out with me. We'll talk to you later. That's it. We're just getting into it.